Hello and yeah, welcome back to welcome. another Muscle in the Hustle podcast. I was looking for a nice wee... Oh, that's the wrong one. That's for you, Tony. Wrong. You don't hear that? No, oh, I the, hear the listeners will hear it, don't they? Um, that was me clapping. Um, welcome back to Muscle and Hustle podcast. We're back. It's sunny. Yeah, sound effects. There's sound effects there. Can I add anything you want it? I was going to try to work out once, once for you, like take wee snippets. You know, like cash phrases. All your e cash phrases, you know. Oh, <laughs> basically, <fuck>. basically, right? <laughs> oh no! Do you know what but, I mean? Does that make you know, sense? You know what I mean? Uh, or uh, go go right back to the start and get some of the plumbing analogies, some of the vintage. Brilliant. The old school listeners will will know them. Um, no, we were just we were riffing off air. They're talking about um, what we're going to talk about today because we're doing you know, we plan we plan well ahead. You know, put in a lot of effort. Um, and one of the things was we were talking about changes and stuff you're not good at and funny enough a question came up last week after no two weeks ago must have been after we talked about what continent Dubai was in somebody texted into the page and asked asked Tony how he's getting on to learn Spanish not great <laughs> how, how far how far did you get into the listening course oh I got really far and so like, so give us a wee I- like I, could, I can like I'm, oh fuck it's been a good two months now since I've done it because we built this up but like I can just wait like it's like hola you say hola back and it's like como esta and you'd go como esta you'd, you'd say like you'd say like muy bien or whatever the fuck and then you could say como esta you too and that would mean hello hello how are you and then you'd say good how are you and then I could say you know bien or whatever and then I would say like encantada if you're a girl or encantado if you're a boy and that means like yeah good nice to meet you and then like I can pick up words like in certain words people say like i can figure out what they're saying but i'm not good at like conversational yes. colors no i'm definitely not fit to hold a conversation but i can pick up what people are talking about if i listen could you order your dinner show. no but i could pick on the menu it could be like i want you know the polo or whatever the fuck it is like, right, i would chicken. know i would know i'd be able to pick out what i would i would know maybe what is in the meal but i wouldn't know like how to say sauce and stuff so like if you ask me how i am on it like it's been i've been pretty poor in the last couple of weeks uh probably the last eight but apart from that, i was doing all right like i almost had a quarter of the app done i almost had beginner one done what's the app just for people i was using basu so it's b-a-s-u-u the reason i was using it is because you have to pay for it and whenever you make a financial commitment you'll always fucking stick to it so and the reason i stopped is because fucking have this real bad habit of it so if i ever miss a day i go back to the start so I've been back to the start twice now and this is my third time going back to the start which is very frustrating uh, would you ever learn Arabic not a fucking mission I don't want to learn Arabic either fuck that that's terrible you better watch it don't hear you uh, this podcast <laughs> it's fucking it's fucking it's what I mean is it's terrible is it's very very difficult to then move from that into another language whereas like French Italian and Spanish all semi not overlap fully but there's like new is the right word nuances between them like there's yeah, yeah, certain yeah, yeah, yeah. words over, like I think BN in France and thing mean very similar words thing like fine and good uh, I could even be saying that wrong in Spanish for all I fucking know but it's one of the ones where yeah definitely no I need to get back on that horse I will slowly learn it like don't get me wrong I will be fluent don't get me wrong okay, but then you'll be you'll be launching the podcast in Spanish I'll dub my side and you can just speak away <laughs> Fuck that! That sounds terrible. Uh, muscle in the hustle, Espanol edition. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I uh, so this week's topic. Let's move on. Right. Let's move on. Go. What are, this what? week's topic? 
we went through we self-doubt and something else was last week we never really touched on self-doubt we thought confident and che- confidence and change would be two good topics because I feel like they're two things that every male definitely fucking struggles with and I'd say most females do too but definitely males struggle with change a lot like I definitely think that like a like breaking habits is something that most men are stubborn with to even admit they have a bad one yeah uh, they don't analyze routines this is sort of rolling off the back of the journal last week we got a lot of good feedback on that thank you very much yeah thank big, you big very feedback. much uh, yeah I'd say the change stuff because with the journaling you're going to reflect so if anybody's actually implemented that over the last seven days good work anybody who hasn't i'm disappointed and realistically i think whenever you journal and you see issues you're going to need to decipher how to change them so this is almost like step two yeah yeah definitely it's uh, rea- the realization that you need to make re- small changes and as you said sometimes people would rather go nah i'm happy enough where i'm you know i'll just keep doing keep trotting on would be the word yeah stick your head in the sand yeah well everybody like there's been even things yourself like you've talked about over the last few weeks that you've changed and i change stuff all the time to be honest um and then i get out of the phase of it and then change it again i just need to be more consistently doing it um but i think the first i think we both say the first thing is realization that you, know, you need to change certain things or if you do change certain things it's going to be for the better breaking down this self-limiting belief too of this of people don't change that is horse shit oh, wow. if there's enough of, if there's enough of a reason people will change there just needs to be enough of a why it's like if uh it's like for example people who cheat numbers in their relationships and all of a sudden get married and people are like oh once a cheater always cheer yes that's maybe in the back of their mind but at the same time if there's been enough pain in somebody's life they'll usually make a solid difference to it they'll they'll learn and they'll move forward so for example even with routines and habits and joe like for example one day if you keep sleeping in late and you don't get up early like we were talking about this last week three more this is three routines so if you sleep in late and you're rushing to work and it's real stressful and you're late and you get a spinnery that pain will probably make you just get up earlier like it, 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 it you need enough pain to change so you need to you need to really focus on why you actually want to change you don't like this oh focus on your way and all this horse shit that you hear every personal trainer but if you actually understand what the fuck you're doing it for then you'll probably do it and if it's not really a good enough reason to do it then you'll probably not like it's all well and good saying get up early and go gym but if you're doing it so that you can have that downtime with your wife or your other half yeah. or Joe actually feel confident in the beach then there is a reason for it even if it's just going to train to fucking live longer for your kids uh, versus oh I just want to get up early to be productive that does fuck all for you Joe so I think whenever you're, you're focusing on change habit stacking is quite a good thing too do you ever do that no yeah yeah I would I would, I would do that a wee bit um, but also just to go back to last week's the five four three two one things is Mel Robbins said it. Oh, there we go. Yes, so yes, yes. Just in, case, just in case people wanna look into her stuff, and she's very good on Instagram. Like we bite size stuff. She's actually class. She's actually class. She's like a female version of me in a way. Probably a wee bit more articulate <laughs> and less of a crazy person, but same same sort of thing. If she was from Oma, it would be the same people. But yeah, habit stacking <laughs> is one thing. But then again, I'm not. I don't know if I'm not against getting up for the sake of being more productive because I think that could be that's kind of where it started for me where I think it's probably around the time we trained together like you were kind of saying to me even though you're staying up late DJing it's kind of better to get back into kind of routine 
try to be try to have a routine as much as possible even though it's tough because you're DJing late at night you're not getting home to late but you have to have some sort of a routine to keep because remember when we were tra- when we were training it was like what time's your first meal at and then some days I wasn't getting up to 11 or 12 and then the weigh-ins were always skewed and some oh, days I was weighing in very, far different like on a, on a Sunday I was weighing in far heavier because I was only getting to bed at like 5 and then I was weighing in with you at like 9 in the morning and then that's, that's why we, cha- we changed it to Friday remember because Thursday night was normally the night I didn't DJ yes I remember that actually fuck uh, but yeah that's, that's where I kind of done the, done the just getting up to be productive and then bit by bit I worked out how to actually use yeah. that extra time the start of it was a waste of time the start of it was a waste of time was getting up for the sake of getting up and then ended up watching TV or staying on my phone and then when I got kind of my head around what can I actually do with this extra time go to the gym or actually like bang out a bit of work that it doesn't need so a lot of my work and a lot of of people's work is it's other person sensitive so if you send an email at 6 o'clock in the morning chances are nobody's getting back to you for a good few hours so if there's stuff you can do that you don't need anybody else to kind of get back to you or you want to hit someone's inbox nice and early so then you can go to the gym by the time you get back from the gym or something you'll have the reply you need and then you can just go straight into the day like a hammer that's kind of where i got my head around going yeah now i can i can hit my graphic designer with this stuff early in the morning by the time i get back from the gym he's going to come back for me or i can hit the guys in australia and then by the time it comes around to like later in the night they'll be out of their beds and then they'll reply instead of waiting all day until they're up yeah well nobody gets up in the morning and goes well I'm just going to sit on my phone and scroll for two hours whenever you get up you get up with purpose usually it's usually at night you waste your time so then it's like people who go uh, oh fuck it's 8pm it's time for me to wind down and do fuck all but then they're on their phones they're watching Netflix to, to midnight maybe later like you realistically had four four hours down here now. that's quite a fucking large amount you sleep eight you've had downtime for four Joe and then you're wondering why things feel rushed at the time so no I definitely think I think change is something I definitely struggle with I do believe that it's a difficult thing to actually it's easy to say you'll change it's tough to do it takes a lot of effort that's why I really was diving into that like because it's well it's all well and good getting up for a while but then you need to re-ingrain that and I think people get lazy you know it takes time for that all to nestle in and it's one of the things where you have to sort of that's where I think habits thing come into place. Like that's where you build routines. I think routine is, I think for as me for me in particular, routine is very key. If you can build it that it becomes a habit, yeah. then whenever it's a habit, it's much easier to keep. Like if you always make sure your gym bags packed the night before you get up, or you pick out your clothes. It's like I, I think I said in my story. I said in the, that YouTube video I done the other day, which was terribly edited. Like I always try and pick out my clothes and have my bag ready for the morning, no matter what I'm doing. Yeah. And the reason being is, if you look at anybody who's really successful they remove as much decision in the morning as possible so they can just move to the first task. So there's less fatigue. So like, if you look at Mark Zuckerberg, there's a reason he always wears yeah. the same shitty clothes. Same, same with most color. big people that yeah. are, yeah. It's always like black t-shirt, normal jeans. Yeah. I think his wardrobe's just full of that. And then for the same with Bill Gates and stuff, it's decision fatigue. So like overnight oats people as well. Realize it. Do your breakfast, if your breakfast is taken care of. Ready. Yeah. But the one thing I was going to say, do you think the reason you struggle with change slightly is because you're you are a habit forming person you're a creature of habit so if you have to change that habit it feels like you're off kilter even though the changes could be good yep it feels like you're like oh no but i'm going on line a 
if I change that, I'm going to go to line B. But line A is working really well for me. So why would I go to line B? But when you, but you do know line B can be just as good as A. It's just different. Would that be because you are a creature of habit and you're very good with your routine? You love routine. So yeah, like, I think most people will think that as well. Like, oh, things are going okay now, but. I heard a saying the other day, and it's it, thing when something's okay, it, it's it may as well be broken. You, you don't want anything okay in your life. Yeah. You don't want you don't want to turn and go out and okay like that. Fucking is okay is a red flag for me. Bingo! If you're okay with something, it's just all right. That's a no. Life should either be everything should be a hell yes or a fuck no. Joe, if you're making a decision on a logo, you're making a decision on something, hell yes or it's a fuck no. It's one or the other. I always got that advice, and it always still fine. Fine is another word. It's oh, fine. Fine. That's a red flag in a relationship. Fine's never. Fine's never good. Um, if you're, if, if if everything is actually fine, you will say I'm good. When everything's going tits up or somebody's angry at you, I'm fine. Like that. Do you know what I mean? There's a very big fine. Fine. Mean fine. fine never means good fine. Good means fine, and fine means bad. Yeah, there's someone listening to us now that knows that knows that I'm talking about, and then they say they're it's fine. They're like, nah, it's not fine. You know, if you if you're talking to your girlfriend or you're talking to a woman, and you've said something cheeky, and then they go, no, it's fine. You're like, oh, it's not fine. It's, no. it's very very bad. Yeah, it's, it's bad gonna, right now. It's gonna get worse here <laughs> very yeah. soon. And I think change and the commitment to change is probably the difficultest thing. It's probably the, the mindset of it too, but as I was saying, the way and the habits yeah. and just building your routines around that one change. It's like, if I'm struggling, I've been obviously trying to implement that journaling, but building it so that it's it's like, for example, I'm not allowed to start work until I journal. Like building that in so that that then is like, it's a no, it's a non-negotiable if it's no, probably it's the best for it. Uh, I think confidence is an interesting one to dive into too. Like, what would you? Why would you say a lot of people don't have confidence? Could you pinpoint that? Or I have some good stuff on this that I've been listening to lately. Why it would be very beneficial? Why people don't have confidence? And say, I, don't, I don't believe anybody doesn't have no confidence. Oh, I just believe yeah. it's confidence in certain certain. Uh, everybody's confident in like their job or whatever they do. After well, a while, it's repetition. But I, I think a lot of people don't have confidence in certain things because they care about others' opinions too much. And they use others, other people's opinions to really, like, inflict on their own. Like, say, if someone, like, like go back, say, to sport, if they have no confidence in sport, it's because they're afraid of what other people think or they're afraid of failure or they're afraid of not living up to certain expectations or expectations they put on themselves. I find a lot of, like, maybe not so much social media, but, you know, social environments as people are, are less confident uh, because they think they're going to get called out on things or they think they're just someone's better. They're more worried about external stuff than worried about themselves. I find that I find a lot of that when it comes to confidence. Definitely, when I was kind of starting out DJing, I wouldn't have been the most confident person. But that was because I was like looking at other people and, and thinking like that I had to compete with them or I had to be better than them. And then also I was looking at the clubbers and like, if I played one bad song in the night, I would I would annoy myself. Or if I cleared the dance floor, it would really annoy me, and my confidence would go. But I was putting myself under this big m- amount of pressure, thinking that, like, if you made a mistake, but then you re- you soon realize that it really doesn't matter. You if you you worry about you because other people aren't really worried about you. 
No. They don't care that you've made a mistake. They don't care that you missed a shot. Like, they might go, fuck up, I missed that, but 10 minutes later, you're old news. And I think a lot of times people, confidence go where they don't have confidence because they're not, they're, they're held back from taking a risk because they're thinking, what will other people say? Or think about what they're doing. It's like, like the same as when you put yourself out there, when you want your social media to grow, and you put yourself out there and was doing the stuff. There'd be a lot of people would have been looking at that going, what's he at? He didn't do that two months ago. But that's yeah. two months ago that your plan wasn't to grow your social media by a hundred thousand people. Yeah. And so if you were to not want to do that, be held back, you'd be worried about what are them other people be thinking and saying if if you weren't as confident as you are. I think you can be just referring back to your point there, like I think you can be confident in a sense i think competence equals confidence is the main thing i get from that and i think whenever you're competent in something like if you work in a job right now and you're confident it's because you're competent it's because you're good at it because you do it constantly so repetition like everything in life is just by putting the reps to get good at something if you want to get good at chatting up women chat up as many as you fucking can eventually you'll become good at it if you want to get good at the gym go to the gym for longer if you'll get good it's everything you might be a quick learner might be slow it's competence is going to equal confidence and the only way that's going to come is from time in the game i do believe what you're saying there about the, the thoughts of others i think you slowly and i always say this and somebody actually tagged me in their story earlier about this you're either laying bricks building yourself up building your confidence up by keeping promises to yourself and every time you don't keep a promise to yourself. I'm going to get up early. You sleep in, you ignore it. You take a brick away. You don't add one. And anytime that you sort of let yourself down in a decision, you've not done well, you take a brick away. But anytime you stay true to yourself, you commit to going to the gym, you commit to, to apologize and being the better person, making yourself more competent in any situation. Maybe you take up uh, a combat sport because you're afraid of getting hit or as a man you feel you need to look after yourself a bit better all these wee things just layer up your your confidence and usually if you sit down on the end of your bed and you ask yourself really why am i not confident you'll be like oh, i'm just natural no 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 no. what is the reason why oh because I, I can't pull women go out and start talking to them learn how oh because i know in a confrontation i get nervous and i can't handle myself getting learn how to go for that you know build yourself up in that sense and then you'll not be afraid. And whenever you're, yeah. you're not afraid, you're going to be naturally just more confident in every field. And I do think, and I know what you mean, I think whenever it comes down to the, the thoughts of others, the best way I can explain this is you, every time you don't want to do something because of other people's thoughts, you need to make sure that you do do it because otherwise you're flexing your ability to, you're flexing your muscle of not giving a fuck by doing it. Yeah. So, for example, in Benos, there was somebody in the posing room, he was fucking massive, and I walked in, and straight away he was like are you competing and i goes no i'm just doing this for instagram and he was like oh you can hop up in between and like i was like yeah fuck it i was like in my mind i was like oh i probably wouldn't mind this room to myself he's gonna leave and i was like no fuck it. i'm gonna hop in between his poser and it's gonna be quicker it's gonna work better his boy is fucking huge doing like going for pro cards and stuff and i me immediately me. T- a couple of minutes in we're having the crack and i was like do you know what i wasn't gonna do that because in my head i was thinking because oh joe he might judge me he might think this He's in way better, Nick. He's going to think, who the fuck's this small? Now, fuck that. See, whenever something like that pops in my mind, I make sure to. It's like, see, if on Instagram, I, I'm unsure about posting something. By fuck, I make sure to put it up because you're ever flexing the muscle that you don't care what others think, or you're flexing the 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 insecurities and the, the problems with your belief and confidence, and you're showing people 
that they're right. You're showing yeah, yourself yeah, yeah. that you're not confident. You're you're beating yourself down or you're building yourself up and you need to decide what it is and you need to stick by that no matter the decisions. It's the exact reason why I used to wear Speedos. I knew people would always be like, what the fuck? And I used to wear them when I swam and then people would always go to me like, lad, catch a grip and all of this serious. Are you? And I'd be like, I'm fucking glad I wear these because the more I can take from you, the more I know I'm going to be on the money here and it's going to build me. Yeah. it's. I was, in, I was in flannels last week and there was a guy in. He's a, he's a well he's well he's well known in Northern Ireland. He's a young guy. What? You're not you're in Dubai. You're in flannels. So he's a young guy. He's well known on TikTok and I'm social media. Flannels. He does his things. He's a would well, say he's a magician, right? He's a magician. He is a magician, right? Oh, I know who he is. So I know who he is. I'll not say who he was right now. There's a couple is of he the magicians. He's the buddy from Banger, isn't he? Uh, he may be. I'm not saying. So he's in flannels anyway, <laughs> and he got a. He must have just got a decent check, right? And he was with a mate, and he tried on. He had a pair of, uh, fuck the whatever trainers they were. I can't just remember, but they're, they're I I know like they're eight nine hundred pound, right? He must have got a wee check through. Well, not a wee check, a very good check through. And he was put on the trainers, and he was like, "Do you think people will take the piss?" And his friend was like, "Fuck him!" And he was like, "I but." I don't want ones going all oh, look at him he thinks he's all it because he's got a bit of money now and the guy was like who cares what people think like like who really cares and he was looking Good at the friend. trainer he Good was looking friend. at the trainers and the trainers were like they're, they're class but they're the sort of trainers that even though the same price round as Balenciaga's they're just a wee bit more classier and he was what like were they, do you know? I think they were Louboutins maybe or LVs, they might be LVs. I can't remember. I, I got them in my head. The person that would wear a pair of black boots, isn't he? So I would normally wear stuff like that. I and but these are class chunky trainers, and not many people has right. them. And he was like, you know, I don't know, I don't know. And the guy was like, like you just got your biggest payday ever. You've waited for this day all your life. If you want them, go for it. Like it's not even going to make a dent in that check. Don't worry about what yeah. other people think. And then I was like, fuck. I wonder is he going to do it? It was like kind of like a wee like a soap opera. <laughs> so I was mincing around the horror stuff, and I seen it. I, I seen it. Sure been. I seen no. I seen him. Uh, I seen him. I, go, sure I seen him. I seen him get. Sick. I seen him getting them anyway. They were. They are class trainers. I'll send you them because I, I, I did look them up after. I think there are LVs actually. Um, <laughs> but he got them. But I was just thinking to myself, that is true. Like the amount of people that like buy clothes and like. Like get ready. I remember it used to be a big thing. Like when you were getting your suit for a wedding, and you were like, "Do you think this ties too much?" And like you're going too much in what respect? Too much for you, or too much for me, or too much for all them other people who who really care? You know, people go, "Is this too much? Yeah. Am, I, am I too? Am I showing off too much? Is this dress too much?" And you're like, "But too much for what?" You know, who who's gonna anybody that has a problem with someone else's clothing? And like really has an issue with it. You know, who cares about them? You know, I think a lot of people I think a lot of people now are dressing for other people's approvals. Like you clearly don't do that. <laughs> That's so sly. <laughs> you clearly no you clearly don't do that. But people do like like you see I there's a there's a reason that. certain things like get trendy. Because everybody goes, I want to wear the same stuff. And then you get other people's like, I don't want to wear the fucking same stuff as everybody else. You know, you don't want to be like, 
Like remember yeah. when remember when uh blazers, night blazers were the big thing? Oh Everybody was wearing blazers. <laughs> like same Rosh Rollins or they were. Aye. Yeah, aye, yeah, the exact same as I am. There is the odd blazers time there is the odd timeless thing like Vans. Um, Converse, Converse Air Force One will always be about so everybody's going to have them because they're always going to be about but the, every so often there's like a trend comes through and every single person buys the same thing like a, a Ralph Lauren polo shirt is it's oh, always going to be about but it's always going to be about like it's you know like an Abercrombie t-shirt is always going to be about but then you get these things like every so often there's something like every person has one of these things and then it disappears and i always look at that and go they just bought that because everybody else had that like a like sort of like some of them weird colored north face jackets that the fellas are running about not the girls ones the fellas are running about super dry ones remember every day super dry yeah with 15 zips Oh my god, it made no sense at all. They are so expensive. I, Shout out to Matty Mullen tweeted this all day. When oh, when did Super Dry get so expensive? Or has it always been know. expensive? I think it was always relatively expensive. I think it's one of them things where the black jacket you you're said, talking about. Yeah, the with the fucking three zips on the front made no sense. <laughs> uh, I never got one. Uh you wouldn't have got probably one. Of I, I honestly just think I probably said to my mom when I was younger, she probably like that was like 80 quid for a jacket at that time. She probably told me to catch a grip. Uh, like, as a lot of people, maybe, I don't know if everyone, but like, we're not fucking, like, I'm not, I like, upper, like, it's, there's a realistic balance as well. You know, I would have went, what the fuck? Aye. To be fair, I did get anything I really asked for, but there was also a stage when you're older and you're asking for things and it's just unnecessary. Uh, I think at that stage as well, what you're saying there, yeah, you kind of just copying over. I feel like then you lose your originality, and yeah. that's a lot of the time what you really sets you apart. And in close to, like I've I've tried, and I I think this is something as a man, maybe it's just me relating to this, but I've been journaling, and I think you should just be decisive. Like you shouldn't need fifty million opinions on if a top's nice because they're all their opinions, and the thing is they're not yeah. even yours. So the thing is you're the one fucking wearing it. So yes, it's nice to go and go. Do you think, Joe, you know, do you like that color or Joe, you know, is that right? And some people will just go, no. And you'll be like, Joe, you know what? I didn't really like it either. I just wanted to see. Or you can turn around and someone can give you that wee boost and you can lean towards it. There's nothing wrong with a little bit, but there's the same you're just being undecisive as fuck. This is usually a fact that you're undecisive in so many areas. So you need to just start making decisions and you'll get better as you go. Because see this where people are looking at the menu for 20 minutes before they pick a meal? That needs to go out the fucking window. Like, like you have five options, like pick one and fucking roll it. Same as clothes, uh, like you, you ever want it or you don't. Like, yes, I used to be really bad at this, and I'm trying to get better and better. Now, I'm not perfect by any fucking means, but it's one of the things where I just make the decision and roll with, and that's it. Now, and uh, I'm so much loud because when you don't make a decision, you're you're making a decision of being a useless fucker. If you can't, like the the one thing we'd always, we, I think we've talked about it before in this podcast. If you can't be you, who can you be? Who, but who really can you be? There's only so long you can put up an act and be someone else. Or conform with other people, what other people think's cool, or dress like someone else. But if you can't be you, like really and honestly, at the very bottom, like the simplistically unwrap it all. If you can't be Tony Michael Levy, if you can't be Mickey Quinn, who can you be? Anything else? Anything else is a lie, and it's gonna, it's gonna, as you said, it's gonna fry your head, or you're gonna find yourself down the line and go, what? Where the fuck did my life go? I used to notice that when I was younger. I used to mimic people I thought were cool, and I would say the same words as them. And then, like, 
in like six months time you catch yourself saying them words and be like I don't even fucking like saying that like Joe and you'd almost feel a way like a word like a word I'm no I'm just saying in general like when I was younger even just clothes and stuff Joe you you, you realize that down the line you're like oh this isn't right uh, that's a tough thing though as well asking yourself like what do you actually want the originality is a very tough thing to come by because a lot of people don't realize but they're walking a path that's been set out for them and they've not thought and that doesn't include your job that can include everything so you've school, got to well, school like, is a big thing through? school is a big thing that a lot of schools don't really applaud individuality they want you to dress the same talk the same walk the same they don't let you express yourself you can go through seven years of primary school maybe another four or five six of secondary school and then you get to express yourself a wee bit more when you go to college but until that point it's kind of very military style you're not there's no really expression you know you have to have your hair cut a certain way you know you can't have mad like your hairstyle would never cut it in most schools you know there was no no you weren't allowed to bleach your hair in a lot of schools still aren't like you're not I allowed like you're not allowed visible tattoos you're not allowed girls some girls aren't no, there's a there's a level to the makeup you know there's i think there's like rules with earrings there's rules of facial piercings yeah, you know, yeah, you know there's there, there, no, your individuality. Yeah. And then rules were made, though. It was a different time. It's like uh, Sean was talking to a fella in the gym earlier, and he's rushing, and Sean asked him his opinion on <laughs> that. It's a conversation. Thing. And we were, I was standing like, I just pushed Sean, you might tell me what the fuck's going on here. And then the boy was like, Sean just goes, like, What's the story? And he said he, he moved away because is I think, escaped conscription or, yeah, Joe, you know, like the fact he's calling all meals to war practically at the minute. So he's here because of that. And Sean, like, we just asked him, goes, You know, eh, like, what, what, how do you feel about that? And he goes, Well, obviously, he just goes, like, it's, he just goes, different generation. He goes, Older generation, all fort, younger generation don't give two fucks about what they want for war yeah it's almost like they're past it's it's very much like it in northern ireland they're don't get me wrong i don't think uh, you, you ever forget the troubles or anything like that but each generation that comes through is a little bit less bitter because it's just further away yeah naturally no i'm not well, saying should, no, they should be they should anything. be less there shouldn't be no bitterness left in this country like fucking hell fuck me there's enough but it's one of them things uh. where i feel like it's it's time that heals that and it's interesting to even see that from like a perspective of that because you wouldn't assume that but it's one of them things where that obviously comes into play quite a bit uh yeah even with your own thought process you don't realize maybe what other people are thinking until you look at it now i know that's a bit off topic but i find that a very interesting conversation no but it's true it's it, it kind of there's a wee crossover there where what she said you know you don't know what people's thinking is there's a lot of people as you says holding themselves back because of the fear of what other people's thinking but really in reality you don't really know you know like confidence for me i got my confidence <laughs> from being good at stuff and practicing stuff and creating habits of practicing stuff if you want to just bring it all in together though that's where i got my confidence from dj and then and for dj and just life in general but also i got a lot of confidence from having the freedom of not giving a shit about other people like there's certain people in, in my life that care about what they think but like like people that i'm not friends with I don't care if they love or hate me. Like it, do, it really does. It never really matters. And just takes time to reinforce that, though. Yeah, and it, and, 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 you just need to keep rehearsing that. Yeah, and it, you'll you'll probably I don't know if ever probably at the start I probably would have had to lie to myself and pretend I didn't care what people thought. But now, 
I'm at a point where I'm as bulletproof as I, I've ever been. And there'll be times now where somebody might say someone could be a bit scathing you and oh, you could be, that's annoying me. And then you go, you know why it's annoying me? Because he's probably right. I was pretty shit tonight. Or bird, yeah. or that, that song isn't that good, actually. Fuck's sake. And, but feel- you're, you're saying that because it's, it's annoyed you because it's almost right. But at the same time, you create that kind of bulletproof mindset that you're like, like, let's keep moving. Let's keep going. You know, it's not like, oh, shit, everything's off the rails now. Back to the drawing board. That's me done DJing well, because some fella in some part of the country said, fuck you, the worst DJ I've ever heard. <laughs> one thing I would say on that is my confidence would be a bit wavering at times actually compared to that. Like, I would notice if something goes off in another area, I can end up questioning that. And I think a lot of people will get that where you could feel like shit hot and somebody says one thing or situation happens and you feel like you go from 100 back to zero. Now, that doesn't ruin your confidence. Just like how you give a fuck about what people think, you need to constantly rehearse, repeat, and put in the reps. So you won't just wake up every day, feel shit hot, feel confident, and not give a fuck what people say. But you need to ask yourself, like Mickey was saying there, are they my friends? Do their opinions matter? No, right, let's move on and let's not get emotional. And the more that you then rehearse that or, Joe, if you're like, well, why is my confidence not working? You have to sort of challenge yourself on that front. Like one thing we done, I'd done the other day that I thought was really difficult was for me, like we went out for dinner as a group of like eight, like 10 or 12. And I only knew, well, obviously I brought Sean along. It was sort of a person I knew, Mark out here. And he was like, yeah, we're going out for dinner. There's a big group of us. Uh, there's a couple of girls coming, a couple of men. And I was just like, that's a dinner with loads of randomers and I was like I literally came home from the gym and I was like Sean fuck I really don't want to go but that's exactly the reason why I'm going to go well, wait, would you not want to go mean? I find that a very I don't know about other people but I find that a very weird situation where I was like I was almost uh, trying to trick myself out of it being like oh like I can't really be fucked I'm tired from the gym Do yeah you're, you're throwing excuses up there realize- you're throwing hurdles bingo your phone hurdles is the, i love that word hurdles because eh? i think a lot of people write off do you want know to use no, normal words like excuses now people just shut off uh, so i was throwing hurdles in front of myself yeah. and then i turn around and goes if i don't want to go i'm gonna lean in it so then when we arrived i was like mark like the boy i knew mark was at the top of the table and there was girls all one side a man all the other and i was like what the fuck is this so then when i was like i was like right where before i sat down i was like where's the hardest seat and i was like the hardest seat's gonna be bang in the middle there of the gears in between yeah, in between the, the girls and the boys, I was like, where you're having to cross-communicate and you're facing a girl. So I was like, that's the most awkward seat for me. So I was like, I'm going to take that one. And they that get you a wee booster seat, no? They had to give me a futsy up so that they actually, like, they brought a wee waiter over to give me a wee... You know, <laughs> he was he, he deadlifting 400, does he? Get you up. And climbing over to the... Do you know, over the, do you know whenever you're climbing over a wall and you're, like, 10 and the people give you the futsy? Uh. That's literally what I imagine they're into the booster seat. <laughs> and the thing is... Now, don't get me wrong, my conversation wasn't fucking fluid, but I was able to sit there, have the crack, no issue at all, confidence. But I was, like, even myself, rehearsing myself, like, no other person you could openly see meals avoiding that seat and i was like i'm gonna take that because that rehearses to me that i'm the most confident here even but, if it doesn't go well i know that nobody else has the balls to do that you know where ne- the me. next step is after that is when you don't have to go through that in your head where you just take a seat because there's a seat there exactly you don't have to Whereas think I about mean- going oh that's a tough seat i'm gonna have to take that seat just to give you the oomph where you want to be is that's just a fucking seat you know like it doesn't exactly. matter who I'm sitting beside because 
you know, the easy seat would be beside Sean and the two would probably end up not really getting into the conversation with other people. Whereas the best seat's probably to meet new people and just to kind of be more social is just sit wherever. Whereas the, you yeah, want to exactly. be in that point where you walk in where you don't have to have that internal dialogue going, that's a tough seat there, but I'm going to sit in it because it's going to bring out the best me. Whereas just like, there's a space, plant myself in there. See, I like that, but it, do you know what it felt like though at the time? I really like that thought process too of where you don't analyze that. But for me, because I knew I was hurdling it, I was like, I wonder why. And then I was like, that's probably the reason why. But for me, with what you're saying there as well, you could almost, I don't know, it felt like it was back in primary. Do you know when people are dodging? Like they're almost, uh, you can see already gathering around it. I was like, that's almost awkward that nobody's taking that. So I was like, I'm just going to take that straight away. Yeah. So it didn't really, it didn't really analyze. It. I was just like, that's coming across weird. So I was like, I'm just going to take that out of the equation for everybody else because this makes no sense. Uh, that's sort of the thought process for it, if it makes sense. But I do like that, like where you don't analyze that. But I think majority of people naturally will. And then eventually, you know, I, I, for, for that for me, that's a very foreign thing. That's like, a, it's not like going out for a drink. That's going out for dinner in a really fancy restaurant. So it's not something that I would be used to because I'm quite bro -y. So the thing is, no matter who's listening, people will be like, a very confident individual. I can stand up in front of 40, 50, 100 people and talk about relationships, confidence, uh, bodybuilding. But like a dinner is a very different thing. So you need to realize as well to become competent in something, you need to put in the reps, you need to challenge yourself, you need to get there. You're not going to be confident in every field until you actually go and do it. So it's yeah. one of the things where, because I think it's easy for us to say this in a podcast where people are like two very confident individuals, but it's nice to give a real life example where that's very realistic that people would be like, oh, he'd be fine in that. Whereas I was like, fuck, I was actually like, oh, we went, oh, that's not, that's not normal. Good. And it's not like social anxiety or anything like that, but people will feel that in certain rooms or, so if you go into a break room and it's your first day, everybody will remember this, your first day in a new job and you go into the break room yeah. and there's like five people there, it's like, uh, what the fuck do I even do here? You'd rather eat your lunch in your car. You know, it's that sort of yeah. environment. So it's just getting used to that. And you realize over time, and I say that, and everybody right now will be listening to this and going, fuck, I don't even think about going in the break room anymore. It's just second nature because you've done it so many fucking times. But the first time you do it, there is that like, oh, fuck. So I think rehearsing that is really, really good. Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a whole thing where like, you want to, like it's all about creating your mindset and creating your inner belief in yourself and what you're doing if you're going to walk in if you're walking into a room and you're on like say if you're going into a meeting and you're not prepared you're not going to be confident you know if you know you're going to fail right but if you know like if you if you know you've did the work there's no reason why you shouldn't be walking into any room confident if you're just going in to sell a product to someone and you believe in the product and you know the product can help them. You're walking into that sales pitch. There's no reason why you shouldn't be confident. Now, if you're walking in and trying to sell someone pixie dust that doesn't work and you know it's half a scam, there's all the reason in the world not to be confident because you're selling someone a pipe dream, you're selling someone that's not real. And that's fair enough. But like if you're walking into like say a coffee shop, a busy coffee shop, and it's giving you social anxiety, and you like don't like to be in groups of other people and and then you start like going oh I just don't like big groups you need to like address that as well like there's a lot of people now that's going oh I don't like being in big groups and I don't like being this and don't like being that that is a thing where you need to address that and the way to address it is the way Tony just said is just go out and do it you know when you feel that hurdle go fuck right I have to go and do this right now because if I don't do it now I'm going to put it off and then the next time it comes up it's going to be twice as hard 
So you just have to like go and do them things, and the more times you do it, the easier it'll always get. You know, there come to a point where you can walk into any room and you have this like mad self belief in yourself that you're going like you are like in all all terms, you may as well be walking in there like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. You know, this is a restaurant, fine dining restaurant. You may be the poorest person in the room, but in your head, you're equal to everybody else. And you no, know, it doesn't matter. You know, nobody's looking down at you. Nobody's looking up at you. You're just, they're all equals. You know, you can walk into a room and you're looking at CEOs, directors, and owners of companies. They're just another human being. They're just the same. They were probably at the same level you were at at one stage as well. So there's no reason to be like going, oh, fuck, look at him. Oh, whoa. It's like seeing a famous person. You go, whoa, that famous person was where you exactly were at one stage. They know what you're going through. They know what's going through your head. So, like, it's just about working on yourself and having the belief that, you know, stuff isn't out of your grasp or you're, or you're, you are good enough. There's a lot of people who have this whole belief where they're like, oh, like, uh, like if they say they go into a real fancy bar, fancy, I could go, oh, I'm not good enough to be in here. I'm not stylish enough. I'm not cool enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not, you know, it's just not me. But really, you know, it can be you. It's just you need to believe, you know, you need to go, right, What's the, how different are these people to me, like? And nine times out of ten, they're not that much different. They all go to bed the same, they get up the same, they do the same things during the day, and that's kind of like everybody's, just because they maybe had a bit of success at a certain thing, they're still a person, they're still a living, breathing person. But that's where I think a lot of people's confidence drops and... And other people gain confidence too is, is feeding off that is sometimes you think you're not yeah. enough and then as soon as you realize oh fuck i am enough i'm actually enough for anybody like that's the Do one thing yeah that. yeah that's like the one thing like for years and years i spent like 2012 to 2016 probably at least twice a month with like some sort of reality tv star at least twice a month i had spent maybe 10 11 12 hours with a reality tv star and the one thing I noticed, except for one or two dickheads in between, they're all pretty much the same. They're normal human beings. They have the same worries. They have the same attitudes towards things. They worry about, like, like Spencer Matthews for, for his... Like, he was like, you know, I, I often worry that people think I'm a dickhead. <laughs> you know, when I come to a town, like, in a skill, and we had them in a skill, and he was like, I wonder, like, when I come to this town, do people go, fuck, here's that dickhead from TV? And then the fo- <laughs> and then the following week, we had uh, Scotty T in Belfast, and Scotty T was the same, going, oh, I wonder if people think there's this fucking prick from Newcastle back again. No, and they're yeah. all the same, and Joel Corey was the same, going, oh, there's this guy from Geordie Shore, and you know what I mean? It's like, they're all, like, everyone's the same, but just some people are at different points of their life, but it doesn't make them any better or any less. It, like, they may have had some lucky success, they may have had some, some hard-fought success, but when you boil it all down, they're still this, everybody's the same human being. That's why sometimes you get like these really like cool Hollywood stars or like singers that are like they're so down to earth. But that's because that's you're getting you're I getting don't... to see that side of them. But yes. everybody's got that side. Like people can put on all these big like shows and this is me and you know they put on this persona, but at the end of the day they were still that kid that was running the streets, kicking a football about, you know, 
they're still like even like Ronaldo's still that guy from Lisbon. Now he's worth a billion pounds, but he's still that guy at heart. You know, times change, things change, but he's still that same guy who came to came to came to Manchester when he was like seventeen or eighteen. You know, people they might make more money, but internally are still the same person. They've just built themselves up in a different way. You know, Zuckerberg is a billionaire, but he's still that geeky college student that created a social media platform for college students. But just because society's changed a certain way and he's earned so much money. But at heart, when you strip it all back, he's still that guy. He's still I that think, uh, he's just an older version of him. One of the main take homes I got from that isn't if anybody's listening still or if they've ran off, is that everybody is completely winging it no matter how much oh, how much they look like they've shit together. Like prime example of this is anybody who is around, you know, my age, 30, 33, and they talk to their their mum and dad about but like I've had a very serious conversation with my mum very recently about like like how do you raise a child like do you know when you're 33 you're 35 you're 40 like how do you actually raise a child because it's hard enough to raise a fucking dog a puppy and i was like, like how do you go about it and my mum just goes oh, honestly you just wing it you just yeah. completely nothing can you, you prepare give, you for it like you just give it your best go and she was like it's like everything else she was like you go into any job you go into any scenario and she was just like you just do the best you can you stick your hands in the mud you do the best you can with what you got and you build whatever you can out of it and you you do your absolute best and it's one of the things where that's exactly what they're getting usually like they've worked hard they've got a lucky break you the harder you work the luckier you get that's always yeah. the same and then they just roll with it and it's that always case same with me like some of the online coaching did i expect things to go as far as they have now no 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 not at all and it's one of the things where you don't realize it until you're rolling with it, you learn as you move, and then naturally you get better and you get confidence and you move forward. But it's one of the things where everybody still has them doubts. Like I still look at posts I put up and go, oh, is that a bit much? Is that a bit? And the thing is, you just need to keep like sort of fueling yourself. The more that you beat down the, the negativity, the issues with confidence, the more you get used to then being self-confident moving forward versus this, like if you feed the fear, it gets worse versus if you feed the confidence with everything you've got then it gets better and yeah. even if you fall down one day you pick yourself up dust yourself off and you get back to everybody it. falls down trust me it's the same as i was saying there even stuff about like i was like fuck that's not like me to say that about it. i simply going out for dinner but we small things like that it's even in the gym like sometimes i don't enjoy the sessions it's it's all it's like everybody's falling up and down constantly but no matter who you look at in some way shape or form their their life probably isn't all together or all what seems it's exactly like i post i put up the other day in Benos. like majority of people in there are fantastic shape smash me to bits but majority of people are born bastards so they, they've compromised their life in one sense for another so then you have to look at it and go well might not be extremely confident in my body shape but i'm pretty fucking funny i'm pretty good crack i have a good quality of life i can hold a conversation in life at the party i bring humor i bring joy so be confident in your ability to still provide value even if it's just standing there and fucking look like uh, topless with abs like do you know what i mean it's, it's society sort of pinpoints that value is predetermined sometimes and confidence is predetermined by physical ability stature wealth status instagram fault and it's not really like a lot of people i know that are truly confident are usually the people who don't have any of them things and their self-worth is built off internal mechanisms where they build it up slowly and steadily through hirsch rather than when you pin your self-worth for your confidence and this is a very good thing for anybody who maybe doesn't have a big instagram following or doesn't have tons of money when your confidence is built off that if that goes you're fucked 
and realistically that's not going to come in every conversation do you think people come up to me and go tony uh how many instagram followers do you have and then they just start talking to me differently and treat me no nobody gives two fucks in real life they care how much energy you bring the sort of person you are and that that, that shows you that all them other things are a fake false sense of confidence and i think people fall into traps that when you hit that follow and when you do that you build the confidence but the only thing that's built my confidence was actually the process yeah the process of posting and not caring the process of coming on social media and talking the process of getting results talking through with clients trusting myself learning studying implementing working hard getting competent in, in certain skills that then gives me confidence like i'm extremely confident in my coaching ability because the amount of time effort i put in it just like if you're struggling with conversation with females djing whether it's just holding having good family life like i get loads of questions about a good family life a good relationship now relationship i could use work on myself don't get me wrong but a case of family life and all that it's one of them ones where that is just the reps like do you think my family wake up and we're all fucking we literally sit down we have tons of interventions we have tons of time we plan out activities you have to put in the reps to become confident and competent in anything yeah and that's the reason why why i'm so confident my family life's good is because we put in effort that's why my social life shit because i don't put in effort there so it's that sort of effort competence and confidence all come in back to back it's like everything but fuck the more you work on it the more you get but people just think you're either born with it or you're not you're very much not that that's easy way that's easy way out when people go oh he was born with that or he, oh, he was always just. confident or he was always good looking or he was always good at football or actually his why, dad was good why, at football why are they like or, that? yeah so asking him where did his confidence come from right well very skilled in a sport and he's transferred that over yeah. so it highlights so all that obviously adds up massively so I think that all comes into play bingo bingo yeah. bongo I think that's a very interesting one this week very interesting couple of new couple of new reviews so thank you guys well thank you very much this isn't bad at all we must be up what are we up to now 140 that's very good thank you very much and for anybody that's shared in the story or tagged or anything thank you very much especially we're 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 toying that your mum and sister got got on got involved in it and we're toying with the idea of doing a live podcast at christmas don't know how we're going to do this but i don't know how if you if you think if you think it's going to be a good idea to do a live podcast we're thinking of doing like a live one somewhere and bringing guests on so it'll be probably like video and audio if you think this could be a cool idea to do we're going to bring on like a few guests throughout the podcast um let us know because we just uh want to do something a wee bit different this christmas we let last christmas kind of just Glide on, but we want to do something a wee bit bigger. And Tony may be home, probably won't be home. He'll probably go somewhere else, probably go to Thailand or somewhere, knowing him. But I'll do my best to be home. He'll do his best to be home in Uri for Christmas. Prepare, prepare, guys. But yeah, thanks for tuning in and thanks for supporting the podcast. The last week's one is looking very big at the moment. So cheers for that. And of course, we'll uh, have a good week and we'll see you next time.